Constructions or conversations. Uh, we wrote a song a while back uh, that was inspired by Prince, um, and we love Prince's Bob George Black Album voice that you can hear on, you know, some bootlegs and on the Black Album itself. <clears throat> and we have a song called "Good or Bad Hair" that we wrote in 2016, and we think it's one of the, the defining Phantom songs, and it is inspired by you know prince's bob george voice so it's a you know male kind of like uh hip-hop inspired uh voice using a roland um uh vocoder that we got out of the um, the jdxi and it's only being affected by an mx1 performance mixer and it's uh basically a play on in in the black community the idea of good or bad hair and you know bad hair is thought of as being more afrocentric or you know curly and more ethnically black and the good hair is when you straighten your hair so if you saw you know james brown when he had his straightened kind of conked out hair and in the, in the movie Malcolm x you have this whole description of how black people kind of had this self-hatred thing going on in the 50s and early 60s where they would, you know, use lye and, 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 you know, transform their hair to make it, you know, more like white and make it wavy and less curly. And and, and not until you got to the Afro-centric uh, era of the black power movement, you get black people, you know, celebrating traditional black hair and Afro and not processing their hair. And so this character um, that's singing the War of the Phantom is talking about good and bad hair and and then also kind of conflating sex with good and bad hair and, you know, kind of saying, you know, which which per type of personality, which person, the person with the good hair or the bad hair is going to be the person that the Phantom finds attractive. And typically, it's the person that has the so-called good hair it's thought of as being more desirable. Um, but the Phantom never kind of really in this song lets you know which which person he's actually going after. He just keeps on mentioning the two terms and then talking about, you know, your your genitals and like down there and, and talking about like, you know, you know, how are you gonna have an illicit affair, you know, is it with the good or bad hair? And it's kind of like maybe a choice of like how you're gonna present yourself to your lover, are you going to present yourself as being more natural or are you going to prevent yourself as being, um, you know, this kind of person who's trying to assimilate into America? 
and it's got a heavy funk beat. It's totally inspired by Prince, but it's my own take on Minneapolis funk, and I'm using um, Roland actually bass lines. Uh, and in the background, you have um, a Moog Mother 32 being utilized for effects in a very sparse kind of When Doves Cry recording, except like, you know, I'm using a bass line, but it's a very sparse kind of Dirty Mind inspired type of track. Um, it's a pure funk track. Uh, it's got some things I've learned, like, you know, sometimes if you use the silences and things, it's more, there's more impact. And so there are low samples that pop in, well, not samples, but um, affectations or low, you know, parts that I put in from uh, my other synths, uh, like the Moog Mother 32 and the System 1M appear uh, with some strange modulations at different levels in this song. And it just use it for effect. And the, the, the real learning experience here is if you listen to Prince's funk, it's, it's you know, or any kind of funk, it's, it's, the, it's the wide open silences between the bass lines and the drum that really give the impact to a funk song. And I think in this song, I think I hit it um, pretty good. If this is um, the other funk song we, we've got out there, it's called Wolf to a Sheep. And, you know, that one, is, we, we, we find people like it a lot, but this one I think is a better effort in trying to capture the Minneapolis sound and, and not, you know, rip it off in that I'm not cloning an actual full Prince song. I'm being inspired by what he did. And this song is a good example of um, being inspired by funk and then trying to, to take it forward and do something a little different. And uh, the Phantom vo voice we've used before in some other Phantom tracks, he's on uh, a Share a Fifth With You. Uh, we use this voice. And that's another kind of Minneapolis-inspired track, but that one's coming from more of the chord arrangements using full uh, Jupiter 8 kind of chords um, through my Juno. And this song is not really chord-focused. It's more um, individual note-focused uh, with the bass notes and um, the bass synth and the other lead lines that are in here along with the sound effects coming from the synthesizers. So we, we feel that, um, you know, music is, is a big part of what we do and also what we do is presentation. And on our Instagram, we've been, you know, creating images and short films that go with this music. And there's a little short video that we put together, probably like the phase one of this video. Initially, we'll create a video from the actual artwork for the record, and then we'll throw effects on it and then put the song behind it. And sometimes that's a very simple video where the visuals don't really change that much. It's kind of like a YouTube music video with just playing the song without having any visuals. Uh, then later we go and we update it. So this particular song had a video from the 2016, um, but we're kind of redoing the video and we're working on it now. And so we have more, um, a more full, a full concept for this is gonna be coming shortly this week and we're going to push it out to all the to Facebook and YouTube and Instagram. Um, and so, yeah, it's just fun. And we, we I think I said, described before that when we do um, our visuals, we very much um, use the same kind of methodology we do when our, with our music. We, we kind of have a stream of consciousness, kind of artistic 
what you feel at the moment and and just uh inspired by you know how we picture the song and that's not we don't necessarily do a video that matches the lyrics of the song we're more experimental and uh we look at concepts that don't exactly match what you might expect the song to be talking about uh it's just a different type of interpretation um it's very rare that we actually have a fan like the ghost music video that actually follows a song sometimes we'll do lyric videos that do follow a song like forest pool um is one of our lyric videos that we did a while back uh from a project from our band camp albums and just to mention the fan like the ghost has many many albums like 10 volumes of dark ghost they're on Bandcamp that you can download uh we're on soundcloud under fan like the ghost we're on fan burst we're on all the streaming services and as always you can subscribe to fan like the ghost and uh, help us support our efforts where in our other version of the show we interview indie bands from around the world we've interviewed uh billboard artist kendra erica uh kendra black who got a song with snoop dogg called rude the muted uh duo punk duo from london the the duo soul dude from bermuda um the, the heritage um and you know lexa terrestrial who's a ufo rap goddess uh, we shout out to her and uh, we're going to be talking to Araya and again and uh, she had some really good shows in new york recently we're going to be talking to her and uh we have a lot of other people on deck tonight we're talking to stefan kid again and uh his, his crew and so we're always in on the lookout to collab with people uh to talk about people with their art so if you want to help us out we're fan supported you can subscribe at 4.99 a month um or even a dollar a month if you subscribe to 4.99 9.99 level we will provide a cd of our record to you and um that will be um something that i think you'll find interesting at the first three family like the ghost albums and if you help us we we will use this money to help um continue to interview indie artists uh do product reviews which our first product review for 2018 is going to be the OPZ and then we'll actually go back and review our DFAM and our Arteria mini brew and our make noise modules the math and your and um the morphogene we've been kind of holding off on doing reviews uh we want to do the OPZ uh as the start of this new effort uh, we've got our tripod and our brand new iPhone so we're hopefully that the, the quality of the video is going to be pretty good we have our go mixer with an iPhone um x um well xs max and uh we're really excited about getting the OPZ we think the OPZ is going to be a real um game changer in terms of production work and we'll give people who are just using a DAW a, a little taste of using hardware to create music which is what we've been doing for years and we believe hardware uh since do give you some capabilities that DAWs don't and um it's just a tactile knob or function or even having a, a physical interface that is the synth itself allows you to do stuff that is a little different than what you can do on a DAW if you hear what the ghost sounds like you can kind of get the idea um we don't sound like a lot of things that are created on DAWs because there's a there's a reason for that and i think the teenage engineering OPZ will give people a way to see that difference 
and a very, um, you know, it's a very robust package, a very interesting package, the size of a, of a, of a, a TV remote with a lot of capability. I mean, it's a video synthesizer. It's a lighting control kit. It has a microphone. It has sound engines. You know, it can have a screen through your iPhone or iPad. Uh, it is a big revelation. And I think if you link it to an OP1 or you link it to like a Keytar, like the Roland um, New Axe Edge, I think you'd find that it's a very, very cool tool for for um, performance. And if you see uh, Cuckoo uh, had a performance uh, with it, and it is a, a viable performance tool um, that's different than using like a Pioneer. Uh, it gives you an ability to do something that, you know, you could jump on a plane, have this in your pocket, show up at a, a gig and actually play. Um, and that's really cool for those who don't have money for big road cases. Or if you do have road cases, you don't, your back is killing you. You can't really move that good because you're getting old. Um, I think it gives a lot of a lot of cool options for people. And my last little plug is on the Moog One, which I think is the flagship product for this year. It is, uh, you know, the goal of any keyboardist in 2018, I think, would be to get one of these in your studio, just to, because of the it's a, it's it's just a badass machine. And I am kind of vacillating between the Prophet X and this machine, and they're two different things. In the Prophet X, if you really need good samples, kind of like a Core Kronos, um, and you want to have you know that kind of production work in your studio, I think the Prophet X still is a valid machine if you're doing a lot of things that need piano, that need deep samples, then I think you've got to make the Prophet X choice. If you're looking for a sound that make you, you know, do really heavy synth wave, new wave, um, electronica industrial i think the moog is, is the better choice because it has the, the depth of the sound engine and the possibilities for all that layering if you really want to overwhelm the audience with synth sounds i think um that machine is really on par people could argue that profit 12 might be able to do the same kind of power but uh you know it's only two uh timbre or timbral, timbral, timbral um, synth, then the three timbral synth. And so, and it's a full VCOs, three VCOs, uh, full on, not DCOs. And so I think you have some capabilities in this, on the mode one that are worth having. Um, and really, if you're a studio musician, you want both. But if you're a home musician, you gotta make a choice. You know, I kind of, like I said, I vastly, I like to use a lot of piano. In, in Ghost Songs, and I have my Roland, and I've always wanted to move up to a Kronos or Kurzweil or, you know, or even an RD2000. Uh, um, I think we even Nords are a good, another choice, but uh, the Prophet X gives you something that I think is really a choice on if you're going to play the keys and do a lot of really good uh, piano work and you want to do cinematic uh you know, orchestral work, I think Prophet X might be the thing that you have to get. And it's not a bad choice, but the Moog One kind of puts you in this nether, other world of uh, synthesis that we haven't seen since the Memory Moog and we haven't seen since the Poly Moog. And um, 
it might be worth exploring that and use like an RD2000 for your piano. Uh, so yeah, I think uh, that's all I have for today. We're gonna interview Stefan Kid tonight. He'll be out there tonight on our anchor and everybody keep on doing what you do. Thank you. <laughs>